the nugget this, this evening. Don't doubt in the dark. That takes it two ways, doesn't it? Don't dark, don't, <laughs> don't doubt in the dark what God has shown you in the light. So when you're in the dark, you can remember what God told you in the light and you can go through it. Amen. Okay, Father, we praise you. We just give thanks as we look to your word. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we'll gain a greater understanding of what needs to be done, Father God, in our lives and other people's lives. And Father God, that we are able to implement it in our lives and share it with others in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to start out with a little story first. I thought it was comical. So, <clears throat> There were three ministers, a Pentecostal, a Catholic, and a Baptist. And they prayed together once a week. That sounds good, doesn't it? It was on such a beautiful day that they decided to pray outdoors. One said, I know of a place by the lake that would be a delightful place to pray at. And the other two said, they had prayed there before, and it would be a refreshing to do so. They had prayed for about an hour when the Pentecostal pastor got up and walked to the edge of the shoreline, looked over the, over the lake and quoted, I can do all things through Christ. Upon saying so, he stepped out and walked upon the water about 50 feet. He stayed there for a few minutes and walked back to the shore and said, Thank you, Lord, for answering my prayer. After a few minutes, the Catholic priest got up and walked to the shoreline and gazed at the lake and said, Nothing is impossible. And he walked out upon the water some 50 feet. He too stayed there a few minutes, and when he returned to the shore, he said, Thank you, Lord, for divine inspiration. Sometime later, not to be outdone, the Baptist pastor got up and walked to the shoreline, took a deep breath, and said, I have the measure of faith. He walked on the water some 10 feet and plunged into the lake. The Pentecostal pastor and priest asked if he needed any help. He, no, said the Baptist, I just slipped. He swam ashore. He paced around for a while. And again, he stepped to the edge of the lake shore and thought for a moment and said, Where is the God of Elijah? Then, once again, he walked out some ten feet and plunged into water. The Pentecostal minister looked at the Catholic priest and said, I think we better tell him where the rock steps are before he tries it again and drowns. <laughs> oh, well. That should inspire us. 
<laughs> Each one had a scripture to stand on. One had two, but it, it, it didn't come off. <laughs> so this leads me to what we're going to speak about tonight. Turn to Matthew chapter 14. Disciples had uh, just saw the, Jesus ministering. The, the, uh, the feeding of five thousand, and he tells them to uh, go on, go on, get in the boat and go to the other side. And they said, "What are you going to do?" He says, "Well, I'm going to stay here and pray a little bit." And, um, they got out in the middle of the lake, and it got stormy. You know, storm, real bad storm. You know, Peter and all the rest of them. And uh, Jesus come walking on the water. <laughs> and they were all fearful. I'm giving you, you know, you've read this. so we're just, They were all fearful. And, and Jesus spoke as he came closer. Be of good cheer. It is I. Don't be afraid. And look at verse 28. And Peter, this is uh, Matthew 14, verse 28. And Peter answers, and answered him and said, Lord, if it... If it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And Peter was come down out of the ship, and he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Wow. Now you see where we're talking about walking on the water now? Okay. You will never walk on the water until you get out of the boat. Peter had a choice to make, to stay in the boat or to step out on the water. And that's not an easy decision. Uh, oftentimes we are in situation, you may, you know, you may not be faced to walk on water, but sometimes um, you felt called to do something, but you don't know how to do it. Anybody ever been there? You know, what, what, what's my next? Lord, I know you called me to do this, but what's my next step? Until you step out, you're not going to know the consequences. Okay? Um, Peter, again, Peter and the other disciples uh, were in the boat on a stormy, uh, blustery sea. Okay? Uh, maybe uh, Peter thought, Noah stayed in the boat and was safe. Moses stayed in, in his little ark or basket and he was safe. And the only one that got out of the boat was Jonah. <laughs> End up like him. Okay, so, you know, you don't know what the thoughts that went through Peter's mind. Uh, ever since uh, Jesus came into Peter's life, Things have changed for Peter, uh, especially after, after Jesus said, uh, follow me, as he went to each one of the disciples uh, when he was gathering men for the ministry. He says, you know, he told these men, follow me, and, and Peter was one of them. Um, and since Peter uh, was, has been following Jesus, uh, it's been a wild adventure. 
He's witnesses miracles beyond one's imagination. Just, just prior to this, they saw the feeding of 5,000. I mean, wow. I mean, a couple little fish and some loaves and we got, you fed all these people? You know, that, that was the men. They only counted men at that time. At that time, they didn't count the men, uh, women and children. So they figured it could have actually been around 15,000 if you... So he saw uh, some miracles take place. Um, now, Peter is being called to participate in a miracle himself. He said, if it be thou, Lord, uh, call me or bid me to come. And so... He's looking down there, shall I go? This is a decision, shall I go or not, you know? Um, can I walk on water? You might be saying, can I really do this thing that God's called me to do? Again, what shall you do? What, what did he do? He stepped out. We're getting close to the end. <laughs> okay. The life of faith, faith is very much like this. Before, we, before us, we have certain uncertain futures. You know, do I step out or just uh, do I do what the rest of, us, rest of us are doing? You know, just watch or I know I've been called to do this, but nobody's backing me and I'll wait for the Lord. Well, he says he's asking you to step out in faith. What's, what's the Lord asking you to do to step out in faith? Write it down, what the Lord's asking you to do, step, to step out in faith. If you don't have an idea, shame on you. <laughs> shame on us. We need to find out what God's called us to do, and we need to do it. Amen? Um, you will never walk on the water if you don't get out of the boat. You'll never accomplish what you're to do unless you step out. Okay? And yet too often we fail to think about the next step. Well, once, once he got out of the boat, okay, Jesus is over there and he said to go over there. Right? Um, what do you do next? Okay. The life of faith is filled with action. So what you're called to do, you need to put some action to. Abraham and Sarah, for instance, left their home to go to the promised land. They didn't know where it was. It says the builder and maker was God of the town. Where, where is that? So they stepped out. Okay. David went out there to bring some victuals to his brothers, and there was Goliath. And nobody was doing anything. What did, do, what did David do? He stepped out. Oh boy. Queen Esther risked her life to save her people. She stepped out. You know, going into the king's presence at that time, if you weren't called, you were eliminated. She walked in there says, I've got, a, I've got something to do, and I'm going to do it. I don't know what's going to take place, but I'm going to do what I'm called to do. What have we been called to do? What have you been called to do? Are you willing to step out and take your place? 
Hmm. You will never walk on water if you do not get out of the boat. I'm using the water example, okay? Uh, is it risky to get out of the boat? Most definitely, because you don't know what's going to go. What happened to Peter if he steps out and, and he sinks immediately? You know. Or what happens if Peter does walk on the water? From then on, he has no excuses. Peter walks on the water, right? I mean, it says he walks on the water. I mean, and that ends the story. No, he uses faith. Wrong. <laughs> Peter makes it halfway to Jesus and he sinks. That's a lesson for us to learn. When you step out sometimes, you may sink. You may be progressing. So I see the finish line. I see my goal and bloop, 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 you know. Sometimes it's uh, the hardest step is not the first step. It's continuing on your journey. You know, a lot of races, it says the race is won by the victor, the one that goes to the finish line. The race is not won by those that stop in the middle. What happened to the tortoise and the hare? The hare took off and looked back and he hadn't passed the start line yet. I think I'll take a breather. He stopped. The tortoise didn't stop. He made it to the finish line. So you may get out there on, on the project that God has called you to do and all of a sudden this is getting hard. I think I'm going to rest. Or i got to put this off for a while. You've got to go on. You've got to keep on going. The next step might put you over. Not under, but over. Glory to God. Okay. Every step can be difficult. On your walking on the water to your goal. Now, what does it take to walk on the water? Or what does it take to step out in faith when you're facing a situation or circumstances that you don't know what will come up? Walking on water, one, requires courage. To step out. It takes courage to step out. I mean, everybody else in the boat, Peter's looking back. What are you guys doing? Come on. The 11 you, come on. We can all do it. We'll make a chain. Nobody else stepped out. Nobody even said, bid me, Lord. Lord, I see you, I see you doing it. Uh, I, can I do that? Lord says, you can do it. I've given you an all power. He's, he's told that through, through the scriptures that we can do what he's called us to do. Oh, glory to God. Matthew chapter 14, looking at verse 27. 
And straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. So it takes courage. It takes courage. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 tells us, Without faith it is impossible to please him. So God has given us a vision. He told, tells us to step out, and we need faith to follow through. Otherwise, we disappoint him. How many have ever brought disappointment to somebody? Come on, all of us have brought some disappointment to our parents at one time or another. You know? <laughs> yeah. I thought I told you to pick up your room. Well, it was be to be done this morning, not tomorrow. So there, we, all of us have brought disappointment to somebody. And apparently at the age that we are now at, people have disappointed you sometimes. I thought you were going to do that. Oh, I thought, well, you said they disappointed you. So we can't do that. We, got, we have to be courageous to walk in faith. Okay, glory to God. Besides having to have courage to walk on water or step out in faith, we need what Matthew chapter 14 says in verse 28 and 29. And Peter answered him, said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee in the water. And he said, Come. And then, and when Peter was come out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So there's an obedience. What do you want me to do, Lord? Oh, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'm stepping out and I'm going to walk. What has he called you to do? What has he called me to do? Am I fulfilling what the call is in my life? Are you fulfilling the call in your life? Whoa. You have to be obedient. Now, talking of obedience, another little story. We've all heard about the guy that was walking uh, at night along a cliff. It was dark, and he slipped and fell. And he knew it was a long, long, long way. And he slipped and fell, and he was just grabbing hold of everything. And he got a hold of some roots in the tree, and he's hanging there, suspended in the, in the air. <laughs> Hanging there, he cries out to God, Save me, Lord! And the Lord answered him and said, Let go and I'll catch you. The man thought for a moment and yelled, Is there anyone else up there with the rope? We're always looking outside of God. And of course, if, if you know what the story was, he fell so far and he caught... The, the roots, he was only two feet off from, from the landing, but it was so dark he couldn't see. So God says, you know, let go. But we don't want to let, follow what God says. You know, I followed you up to this point, Lord, but 
things are getting rough, I don't want to go any further. That's not step. We stepped out, but we, we're not continuing our walk. We need to continue what God has called us to do. And don't worry about the situation circumstance. He says, I'm with you. I've got you. Again, it sounds so easy to be obedient to the Lord, but it requires courage and desire to be obedient. Have we become people who want to walk by sight and not by faith? 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says that we should walk by... Boy, is everybody out there this morning or this evening? We should walk by faith, not by sight. Being obedient and dependent on our own wisdom is risky. Doing it my way, when God told me to do it another way, puts me in jeopardy of failing. Well, not failing, real failure. So we can't rely on our head knowledge. or We need to rely upon what the Lord has told us. Amen. And... How are you going to find out God's will? He's giving you his, his will that's in your lap, your Bible. Find out what the word, word of God tells you. In Proverbs, I think it's 3, 5 or something. It says, get wisdom. It is the principal thing. Principal, that's the number one thing. Get wisdom. Amen. And if you look at, Look what the, I think it was the 7th or 8th chapter of Proverbs says. Wisdom is God. So get wisdom. Get God's information and, and, and you'll not lack anything. You'll have long life and you'll have riches, it says, if you get wisdom. And many Christians are not even doing, balancing things out because we are not willing to get the wisdom of God inner life to, to live well. Hello. Like I said, it's almost time. One half hour, I'm getting better at this. Okay. Okay. First thing we need to do to walk on water is what? Be courageous. Second thing we need to do we need to have obedience. Okay. Because we follow his word. Okay. Let's go to Matthew. We're still in Matthew 14 because they're not going to go any further at this point. Matthew 14, looking at verse 30 and 31. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, Wherefore didst thou doubt? We need to be persistent in our faith. Don't let it go away. Peter was acting on his faith when he was walking on water. Doubt will pry away your faith. We must persevere and trust in the Lord and not waver and stumble else we sink. So we need to be persistent and we won't sink. If we're going to be mature and complete, 
not lacking anything, living the full and abundant life, then we need to be perseverant. James uh, 1. Let's go to the book of James real quick as we close this session. In James 1, Verse 22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. We're not merely to listen to the word. We need to do what it says. So are we willing to step out of the boat? Are we willing to follow the goal that the Lord has told us? Walk on the water of faith for the glory of God? It is only through courage you find in trusting Him completely. It will, it will come only, at, only as you obey His word or His voice and take that first step. Remember what, when the, Peter and the boys were, were fishing at one time and, and they were coming ashore and he said, Did you catch anything? No, we didn't. He says, throw your nets on the other side. And they threw a net on the other side and caught a multitude of fish. They were obedient. Amen. You have to be persistent. Listen. Amen. We need to listen. Okay. On James 1, 4, uh, says, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So if, if you've got a goal there, and you're persistent, and you're not letting things go, you will receive. You, want, you will not want anything. That which you're, you're desiring to take place will come before you. Amen. Or become before us. It will come only as you obey his voice. Take the first step and be persistent. Ignoring the boisterous winds and the churning waves. If Peter would have just kept his eyes on Jesus, he would have made it all the way and, and they could have walked back together. And he wouldn't have to get wet. He wouldn't have to look for the rocks. For Peter, there, there became more. After that, Peter had more to do. He called out, Lord, save me. When we get in a situation where we're beginning to sink, we need to say, Lord, save me. Instead of, notice he didn't call, hey, you disciples, uh, throw me a rope. Throw me the life uh, preserver, what do you call those things? Jesus knew, pardon me, Peter knew Jesus' vocation. What is Jesus' vocation? What's Jesus' job? To save. I came to save. So Jesus, Peter knew that 
Jesus' job was to save, and he started going down. Lord, save me. How many of us got, when we're going down, oh, Lord, I, I got to call the bank. <laughs> I, I got to call this, I got to call that, instead of calling on Jesus. First, first thing, Jesus. He's the one that's going to pull us out. Amen. If you feel like you're singing, call on Jesus. What are the waters of faith that the Lord has called you to step out on? What he's called you to step out on? Think about it. Know that the Lord is with you in your adventure. Amen. He has called you and you are to be a success. Amen. Hey, forget about the past. He can multiply your past, make it great. Bring it, you know, what, what you've sown is going to be great rewards. And he said, what we sow in this life, it will return in this life also. Not just, you know, well, by and by I'm going to have a great, great house. You can have a mansion now. We can all have better houses, better cars now. Because what you've given to me, I'm going to multiply here and then on in earth or on in heaven. Life will be more as you step out onto the waters. We all have a choice. Stay where you're at or move forward. Life is an adventure or it is nothing at all. Life is an adventure or it is nothing at all. Think about that one. Some people say, I'm bored. Well, hey, step out and do something. Yeah. It'll be an adventure. You'll... you'll You'll, you'll meet giants. You'll be able to slay giants. You'll be able to go places where God's called you to do. Amen. So, at this point, let's all step out in faith Amen. and obtain the victory. Amen. 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 That's even better than last time. Anybody need prayer? See, if John comes now, he's just got to tell. <laughs> I appreciate all you. Come, coming out and hearing these short sermons. <laughs> but I hope with these short sermons, you're, you're gaining something that... Uh, God will ignite in you, put a fire or refire us or put a burning fire in us. Amen. Know that we're not just a ward on a pickle, a bump on the log, but you're somebody. Okay, let's all stand. We'll close. Continue to pray for our president for protection. 
And that all these uh, lunar